Hi, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm here with Vance and Clint. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the Batman Review Roundup. So, we're going to be uh, checking out a few reviews. We're using Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, let's jump right in. Clint, how you doing? Uh, lovely. First thing, do people listen to these when we put these up? Do people want to hear the Review Roundup? And do we get them up in time for that before the movie's out? That's these are the questions that I have for you. They want to hear me in tone. Yeah, yeah. They, no one really yeah, wants yeah. to hear me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, this is our Batman, the Batman roundup. Next time we talk, I am so excited to talk about Elden Ring because it is the best game that I've played in so long. Phenomenally good, amazing, like otherworldly. I, it wasn't even on my radar. I literally hadn't looked at anything. You said you were thinking about getting it. And then on YouTube, the day of, I saw someone's review uh, when they lifted the embargo, and it was the best thing ever. Elden Ring talk coming next episode. Man, I've seen the trailer. And I've seen, I'm skipping it. Vance, it's a single-player game for the most yep. part. It, yep. Like, not, not entirely. It's a little different, but it is very Boo. much. So I know that's not your style. Boo. It's phenomenally good. How you doing, Vance? I'm here. Today was my Friday. I had to keep telling myself that today. Today was my Friday. That's true. And, you did say like three times. Yeah. And surprisingly, Batman comes up tomorrow. So that is a good surprise. Um, probably going to pull the kids out of school early again. You know, hopefully by now, you know, they got the they got the memo. Because last time Spider-Man, I go to get my daughter out early because it's 3 o'clock showing. Where are we going? Asking questions, you know, in front of the, in front of your, you know, lady office appointment. Dang, get in the car. Dang. <laughs> Doctor's appointment. Right, doctor's appointment. Right. Get with you the program. <laughs> right, right. You know, I mean, look. When I was younger, anytime it was time to get out of school early, it was no questions asked. You know, like <laughs> yeah, deuces. <laughs> you know, living in a different world drink. now, man. All right. Well, why right. are you leaving? <laughs> But, I'm gonna need you to report if you're uh, if she's figured it out. You know, if she right. has like realized that oh maybe I right. shouldn't start questioning him. Right. Well, speaking. Well, I I watched the trailer, so you know how like you know when we started you know watching movies, PG-13 was cuss word here and there. You know what I'm saying? That's what PG-13 was back in the day. Mild violence, maybe somebody getting slapped, punched, something like that. Now I watched the Batman trailer. I'm like, man, this got to be rated R, PG-13. Really? <laughs> like, really? You know? So, we haven't talked about expectations yet, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Tony, how was your day? Uh, it was pretty good. It was actually a pretty good day. The sun was out. The birds were singing. <laughs> yes, it, it was. It was a good day at work. Yes, it was. Yep. Yes, it was. So, let me ask you guys. Um. How big of Batman fans are you guys? Go ahead, Clint. <clears throat> All right. Uh, was it is it Christopher Nolan? Is that who did the trilogy with uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and what was the third one called? Yep. That, uh, I, I didn't think Batman Begins was very good. I remember watching that. Uh, the Dark Knight, I thought, was like phenomenally good. Hold on. No, no, no. Was that Christopher Nolan or Christian Bale? Well, Christian Bale is the Batman, but Christopher Nolan was the director, I think. 
Oh, directed. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Christopher Nolan directed the Dark Knight series, <laughs> Batman films. So Christopher Nolan directed the three the tr- in the the trilogy, and I thought that was a pretty remarkable trilogy. I didn't think the first one was nearly as good as the second one, which was Dark Knight. I thought mm-hmm. the Dark Knight was awesome. What was the name of the third one with Bane? I don't remember. But that one I thought was like pretty pretty decent, pretty okay, but um, like it was a above average movie. But the Dark Knight was like a stand standout. I actually rewatched that like a month ago, or actually since I've been in this house, I rewatched it. The Dark Knight um, Rises. The, okay, the Dark Knight Rises. I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch Batman Begins, but I watched the Dark Knight again because it's so good. But I don't know. And who, who uh, Adam West? I used to love some of those uh movies when he was the batman but i didn't watch like uh the 80s batman who, who was oh george clooney guys do you remember george clooney was batman mm-hmm. yeah and one his of his bat suit one, had yeah, nipples it's it's, it's it's christian bale then it's george clooney then was val he kilmer. good george oh, clooney? val kilmer yeah. i remember val kilmer's yeah, yeah, batman yeah yeah george, yeah, yeah, george clooney's good i i guess it has been a, what which one was arnold schwarzenegger mr freeze or whatever in that was, I want to say after, was it after George Clooney? I want to say it was after George it's, Clooney. It's no, the no, same no, no, one no, that no, no, has no. Uh, it, Tommy it, Tommy Lee Jones was the Two-Face. And what was it, like Uma Thurman or someone was? was uh, Yeah, yeah, she was Ivy. Ivy, I didn't remember her, the name of the person. I can't even think what Batman was in that one. Christian, I mean, no. uh, I know it was Chris O'Donnell as a Robin. Yeah, okay, that's right, yep. Okay, so the the actors that have played Batman, Lewis G. Wilson was the first and youngest actor ever to play the adult Batman. Then we have Robert Lowry, 1949, Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Then we have Adam West, followed by Michael Keaton, that's Michael that's Keaton. I never I don't I don't think I saw that one. Was that with Danny DeVito in that one? Uh yes, him and uh Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones was in that one too? Yeah, with Val Kimmer. That's when he pulls out like that super long gun as a Joker. I, okay, who was in the the Michael Keaton Batman? Uh Danny DeVito, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones was in that one, so I did see that one. Why don't I remember Michael Keaton playing him? I don't I don't remember who played Catwoman in that one. Was it Halle Berry no. had a Catwoman movie, right? But this one, right? Yeah, but this one was somebody else because I remember. Oh, was it Michelle Pfeiffer? Uh, yes, it was Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep, nailed it. Okay, um, okay. So after Michael Keaton, it was Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, then George mm-hmm. Clooney, mm-hmm. then Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Have we had no? Some... Uh-uh. No, no, uh-uh. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. I feel Christian. like it was somebody after Christian Bale and between. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Will Arnett. Will Arnett? In, in the Lego was... movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, no, <laughs> Will Arnett is not. <laughs> I never watched that also. Yeah. But yeah, my Will Arnett is Batman. He doesn't get it. Sorry. Hey, but, but hey, it's funny. If, hey, YouTube Will Arnett Batman. He does a good, he does a good Batman voice. He does. Is he it does as good, good as mine? Yeah. Then we have. Ben Affleck, um, which I could, I hated. <laughs> I, is that ben the one Batman, Batman versus Superman? 
Yes. Is that yeah. movie? That yeah, movie was horrible. Watch yeah. I I watched the entire thing and I just keep I keep waiting for something of interest to happen. Like they had all the resources and I'm like, this movie is horrible. And then there was like a four hour recut, three and a half, four hour recut of that. I'm like, I'm not watching it again. Right. With you adding more stuff to make it not suck. Like, no, you you messed it up, man. But they knew that it was going to be trash because I remember him on one of the talk shows, late night talk shows. Then they told him like, look, we're going to, we're going to catch this Batman, but don't get on any social media. Like the whole time, like, you know, like we know people hate your acting and probably knows gonna suck, so just tell social media, you know what I'm saying? And that's what they told me, you know. I was like, dang, like if you cast me and you have to tell me that, like give me like you know a disclaimer, and then it's like, dang. So this is so nobody else wanted to touch Batman after Christian Bale, huh? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like like oh, who's the Ben? I'll do the next Batman after that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Ben do it, and then I'll do the next. One. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 crazy though, man. Like. So are you a fan of uh, Christopher Nolan? Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he also did Interstellar, which I think you didn't like that one. I thought that one was amazing. Phenomenal movie. Yeah, I just want to point out that you were also a fan of uh, the guys from Book of Bubba Fett. They did a trashy job. No, so they had a reputation (laughs) that they like that story they tried to tell. They've also squandered their reputation. Robert Rodriguez and Jon Favreau. These are these are like household names almost. This is a household name, Michael Bay. Yeah, it never <laughs> lets me down. Michael Bay. All right, Transformers. Uh, what's the one with the blue people? Avatar. You see that? You see that? You, that was you, you James Cameron. That? See that? Huh? <laughs> that was, was James, James Cameron? Cameron. I could have no. sworn that was Michael Bay. No, well, Michael look. Bay. Michael Bay can't do that, hey. dude. Hey, James he could Cameron. Do Hey, he what, could do it. Hold on. Am I wrong? Because I'm I'm like No, it probably I, was James Cameron. But Correct. I'm almost sure it was James Cameron that did Avatar. It was James Cameron. Okay. I, I was like, <laughs> like Michael Bay and Avatar, dude. That doesn't add up. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, he could have did it. <laughs> no, he could not have. Zero hey, percent chance. Uh Vance, I'm gonna let you know right now. Hey. You would have done better. Creating nah, Avatar, nah, I probably Bay. wouldn't. All right. See, because I don't have the mind for long movies. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I'm really looking forward to it because I'm like the only thing that could take Batman to the next level was like, like we have to make up dark. You know, like you just have to make up dark. You know, like. Well, this I I don't know this actor, the Twilight guy, and I'm trying to. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not that demographic, right? I'm not Twilight's demographic. That wasn't when it came out. As I am in my 20s, I think. Right. Um, but I have that where, like, I automatically kind of hate that guy because he was in Twilight. But I shouldn't do that to him because I would have taken that check too if I was remotely good looking enough to get. But the in the trailer, right? in the trailer, I mean, I don't recognize him as the Twilight guy. Like from what we've seen in the trailer, like initially until you guys told me it's a dude from Twilight, I, I didn't make the connection because I think it's been long enough, and his his look is a little bit different. Um, <laughs> no, I, just, go, I don't see he, it. Does he hey. glitter when he goes in the sun? Does Batman do glitter in Batman? Yeah, there's glitter hey. all in Batman. That's what Twilight was. They, would, <laughs> they put glitter on them, 
and they were bat they were uh, they were vampires but if they went in the sun they wouldn't burst into flames they would glitter they had glitter on their skin that you could see that was it that was twilight i don't know if you were aware of that i watched one of them because me and my buddy had our girlfriends rope us into it uh-huh mm-hmm. like it was your you girlfriend roped you into it gotcha yeah and it's <laughs> and he was my my roommate so literally i had to watch it in my own house okay okay this is not this is uh, all making the podcast this, okay this no this editing. does not add up because last week you were talking about the good looking guy that you couldn't take Breeze. your eyes off of because he was Breeze. so nicely dressed he was Breeze. unreasonably was good perfect. looking I'm sure he had looking. glitter. If we zoomed I in, I don't remember his hair being perfect. I'm just saying. You, you did say that. He did say that. Did I? We did say that. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I can tell that this guy is distractingly good looking. I don't want to do anything with him, right? Like that's not my like. I don't hey, play on that hey, team. Hey, hey, we're not but, like judge. good for him. Hey, good hey, for him for being hey, that good hey. looking. It was distracting. Hey, <laughs> it was an actual hey. problem for me because I'm like, why is this look. guy this random? ridiculously good-looking guy uh, here in perfectly clean clothes when everyone else is disheveled. It didn't make sense, right? It was logically inconsistent. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to say this week. All right. I used to work at the movie theaters, right? And I had to usher uh, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Not one guy came out of that theater. So, I don't know how a grown man here roped into watching uh, Uh, uh... Whatever, uh, whatever. Oh, Twilight. I, I, I also got it's roped just... into seeing The Notebook in theaters. Yeah, but that's not as bad as I had to watch no, Twilight in my own George, home. George and Hootie, George and Hootie getting roped into going in the sea, Brokeback Mountain. Oh, <laughs> knowing what it was. See, that's to me like I've never had any interest in watching that. Like it seemed like okay, right. yeah, that's bold and brave of you guys or whatever. But like, right. is that the entire story? These guys are just gonna fall in love because that doesn't interest me. <laughs> doesn't right. matter what gender they are. Like, do better. It's just like, oh, guys, that's gonna be one of those looking back twenty, thirty years, be like, oh yeah, that was a big deal back then, guys. It was a big deal. It's two well, men. That wasn't hey, the norm, you know. Hey, we but, didn't, you know. Hey, but we had to leave though. room for Jesus in between us at school dances. That's how it was back then, okay? Hey, but it is hey, but it is uh kind of like a big deal because it's like punchline, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a punchline, you know, it's a punchline movie. Like, hey, at least I wasn't called Roger Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like it's a punchline movie, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> I mean, it's I mean it's <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, it's a punchline movie, you know what I'm saying? You know? So but it's, it's like, but uh, to Tony's point, the reason why I recognize him as a Twilight guy because I haven't seen him in nothing else. And I remember when they said that, oh, you know, he's gonna be playing Batman. I said, man, Batman's gonna be dark. And you know, everybody knows the story between him and Kristen. What's her name? Kristen Stewart. Is it Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah, Kristen Stewart. So, so yeah, I was like, yeah, he's 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 gonna have that place, and he's gonna make this great. You know, he's gonna he make this great. But I am going to be looking for uh, Christian Bale's review. All right, let's jump into uh, let's jump into the reviews. All right, our first review comes from David Sims, The Atlantic. This interpretation is pole face to the extreme, but Reeves' commitment to the material and Pattinson's 
preternatural grumpiness in the role make the Batman sing, though the ballad is in undeniably emo. I don't know what language that guy was just talking, but I, I guess you can interpret what he was saying that he liked it. No, okay, this is actually this is crazy what that what this review is. I'm reading it right now. Like <laughs> it makes so Pattinson's preternatural grumpiness in the role make Batman sing. Right, so he's saying like the dude's got like you know he's got the mood for it or whatever, but then he says, "Though the ballad is undeniably emo," <laughs> which is beautifully written. So it's like, yeah, he's he's a he's a grumpy emo kid as Batman is what he's telling us, but he liked it apparently. <laughs> Another one, Emily Zimler from The Observer. Reeves brings a real sense of motivation to his retelling of the character and his why is clear. Even in its stumbles, the Batman doesn't feel like a money grab. <laughs> what kind of review is that? <laughs> That's how low the bar is, hey. Tony. It's hey. literally, are they trying to grab our money out of our pockets like they did in the Book of Boba Fett? Oh, or is it a genuine try that maybe wasn't that good? Ah, okay, still fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but look at look at Anne's review. I'm not even gonna read that one. The one under I got Emily. you, <laughs> Anne Hornaday from the Washington Post. I was gonna say I should probably read it because it's a bad one, right? Isn't that kind of my shtick? <laughs> Yet another lugubrious, laboriously grim slog masquerading as a fun comic book movie. <laughs> Masquer masquerading as a comic book movie. Mm. That's uh, kind of that's kind of weird. <laughs> right. It's well, a comic book character. It, right. She called it lugubrious, which really that's the <laughs> that's the the big one on that one. It's a laboriously grim slog, masquerading as a fun comic book movie. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. The next one, Raffer Guzman from Newsday, an ambitious and very dark thriller that takes its hero back to its Norish roots. Okay, not too bad. I could actually understand most of the words. Norish? <laughs> I'm not quite sure no. what that is. New, right. <laughs> new, Noirish. Noirish. Oh, there we go. As it, I still as don't understand is, what he's referencing. So <laughs> it is you are right. right, so like detective, who done it type of feel. Mm, gotcha. Right, so that's. I'm glad you're here to the. Uh, I'm right. glad you're here to interpret the, uh, the English language for us. Are you being as being right uh, <laughs> as being presented to us by these uh, uh, obviously higher uh, educated uh, reviewers? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen. This right now, this moment right here to read these reviews. This is why I went to college, folks. Okay, this is it. <laughs> this is it paying off right now. All right, we have Ty Burr from Ty Burr's Watchlist. The first Batman movie to feel not just dark, but diseased, like something unclean teetering on the edge of an apocalypse. This is what makes it interesting, and in a number of places, very good. That's my favorite review so far that we've read. Not just dark, but diseased. That's a very interesting way to to put that. And if they've been able to capture that, you know, that's going to be something else. 
Alex Bentley from The Culture Map. The Batman works on many levels, from the actors to the action to its detective storyline. Well, they left the apostrophe. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see if this version of Batman sticks around for a while. Wait, so are you telling me there's a typo in that one? Yes. Because that gets written off immediately. We don't play that. Mark Feeney from the Boston Globe. Underlit and overblown is a formidable combination, though not necessarily in the way Reeves intends. So it's going to be really dark with a lot of Michael Bay stuff, you know, explosions. Michael Bay. Uh, But it's going to miss the mark. That's what this guy, Mark Freeney, is saying. Corey Woodruff. The Nashville scene. After gobs of Marvel Cinematic Universe cotton candy, it's refreshing to get a superhero movie with this much attitude, vision, and thematic command. It's, uh, good for him. Oh, my goodness. This is the best thing I've ever read in my entire life. As a David Fincher fan. That's, that's okay. So, Christy Puchko from, from Mashable. Imagine if David Fincher made a Batman movie. I'm going to start over because it's too beautiful to mess up. All right. Imagine if David Fincher made a Batman movie, but it was censored to air on televisions at Walmart. Wow. Is that if, if that doesn't capture exactly what she's trying to tell us? David Fincher, Fight Club, Seven, <clears throat> right? That the guy who is like all the edge and talent and brilliance to pull it off, right. but he was made. It's like if you watched Fight Club, but it was edited to be played at Walmart on their screens in the store. It would take out all of the beauty of it. To leave you with a shell of just this, what could have been something great, but was actually horrendously bad. That's what Christy Puchko from Mashable is saying. And it's probably the most beautiful thing I've ever read in my life. Interesting. <laughs> I should have realized, I'm like, is it good? Is it bad? I'm glad you're here again to interpret right. the negative for us. Right. I should have realized it when you read it. Yeah. Right up my alley. Come on. Yeah. Hey, so so far I'm I'm scanning through the reviews, right? So there's something that's missing for me. So now I'm going to be intrigued when I watch. There is no talk of any villains and there is no talk of Catwoman. It's all about how bad either Robert Patterson is or the the Batman story, you know. So that's interesting that that, that you know nobody's talking about the villains or Catwoman. Um, I did see a couple of political um, reviews in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah. Like even some of the ones that are rating it fresh are are having issues. Like uh, Adam Woodward from Little White Lies, uh, that rare beast, a neatly self-contained contemporary blockbuster. Still too long, though. <laughs> like, they, they enjoyed it, but it's too long. Like, they can't just let it, you know, be good. Everyone's got their right. little... I feel like it's kind of like, it's a side effect of just 
in my opinion, of yet another origin story, basically. Like, especially with Batman. We just talked about it earlier. Is it supposed to be an origin story, this one? I mean, it's a new actor. Like, number nine, ten. I mean, what is it? How many different ones, like, uh, movies like this have we gotten so far? Because we've talked about that recently, like you were saying. Is that every time they reintroduce a character in a franchise, they do an origin story over again. Right. Which is ridiculous. Well, we don't need to hear Batman's origin. We know, you know, the General Kenobi or whatever murdered his, you know, step-parents. I don't, I don't know the whole thing. I don't care. Right. Just let me see Batman doing something amazing and not wrap up all of it and why he's becoming Batman for the first time. Well, I see that point of ours, but um, just like a what's that falcon and the winter soldier so uh you know one guy at work he was like you know growing up as a kid that was his favorite superhero so you got to figure it's like the generation now like if you look at when even george clooney michael keaton and all them guys were batman that's like you know people were like you know babies and now they're adults so it's like that story kind of needs to be redone because now society has changed you know so it's like so yeah, those those origin stories need to be refreshed to kind of keep with the times, you know, because now, like, if yeah, you watch, you know, point. you know, some some old movies, like, oh, I don't really get it. But now if they tweak it to kind of grow up with this generation, then now, you know, it's going to be another Batman, probably like 20, 30 years, but it's going to be a different, you know, a, a different time, different technology. Thinking of it from the perspective of a child or a teenager or something, this will be their first Batman, right? That's I guess that's the point is that right. every you know however often ten years or whatever they got to restart it over makes sense. It'd be nice if there was something with a little bit more longevity for us old old farts. <laughs> right, because that that was the biggest argument that the generations were having with the new Space Jam. With you know the old one would be Michael Jordan, the new one being LeBron. It was yeah, but this isn't for you; it's for your kids. So you can't judge it when Michael Jordan played it, you have to let them be the judge of it. Because essentially, like, you know, no grown person was going to like, oh, I'm going to go see Space Jam. It was like, I'm going to go take my kids to see it. So if the kids love it, the kids enjoy it, then they did a good job. Even though you were like, man, this ain't better than no one, you know, so. Was Bill Murray in the, in the second one? Was I believe Bill he Murray was, yeah. LeBron James one? Yeah, I feel like yeah. if they didn't put him in there, that was going to be a problem. All right. Very good points there, Vance. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I was going to ask, so, so what are you guys' expectations or do you even have any for it? the release or you're just gonna go in open mind and just see what it brings i i mean i think it'll be a decent movie i don't think it's gonna blow my socks off or nothing i mean yeah i'm ready to be entertained i'm not i'm not sure that this actor is going to be able to like really make me a big fan of his but i don't know maybe he'll surprise me i feel like with uh batman titles generally they're pretty well guarded as far as, you know, you don't get a lot of half, you know, half measured or half, you know, the, the, the approaches that we get for Batman movies are generally pretty well crafted. Um, Ben Affleck's abomination aside when he was Batman, but it seems like I, I saw like the previews a little bit for this here and there. And I thought, Oh, that's interesting. A new Batman. Um, didn't feel super excited. I think my expectations are pretty low. And after reading through some of these reviews, for the most part, I feel like 
it's going to be average at best. You know, I don't think it's going to be my favorite movie or, or anywhere in the running for that. Like, I'm right. not probably going to watch it in theaters. I'll just catch it whenever. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I feel about it. But the, overall, the overall score that 86, I think. is 86. So, I mean, that's not a bad score. Yeah, yeah. See, it's like, I I guess, like, I'm wondering, like, you know, because you have some people who are going to watch it for different reasons, you know, like, you have some people who are really fans of Catwoman, really fans of the Riddler, and they're going to see what it brings. And I mean, because just like before, you remember the last Joker, um, not the Joker standalone movie, but Batman Joker was Heath Ledger, and everybody was like, yo, like, he, like, because, you know, Jack Nicholson, that was the bar, like, you know, what is Heath going to bring to the table, and he blew it away. You know, but then you had uh, what's his name? Thirty uh, second to Mars guy. Jaquan, uh, what's his name? The guy that played standalone Joker, Phoenix. Oh, Joaquin, or... Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Yo, Joaquin Phoenix. And, but you know, I mean... there's one between that. There was the guy <laughs> who's the lead singer of Thirty Second to Mars, who's also in Fight Club. I can't think of his name right now. That guy played. He had a movie Joker with Harley Quinn in it, I think, too, and it was like horrendously oh. bad. I think it would be amazing if they can somehow tie um, Is the Joaquin the Phoenix Joker this into this into this universe with this Batman. Like right. I want to see Joaquin again as a Joker. Yeah, but who who's Joker in this one? Who play, who's the character that plays it? He's or the not actor in this that plays one. it? He's yeah. not okay. No, okay. Uh, yes, the really you were saying that. And I'm like, I hadn't, I don't know who the villain is or anything like that. I hadn't seen any of that in the previews. It's just, I've seen him, right? So, yeah, yeah, because uh, Jim Carrey was the last Riddler, I believe. So and Jim I mean, he Carrey, did oh, yeah, he did. Riddler, he did Joker, okay, yeah, but yeah, the Joker, yeah, he, did, he did a real good, real good job. Seconds to Mars, and <clears throat> you know, and then it's like, I, I, you know, I try to give respect to each movie, but Spider Man set the bar high. I mean. Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man set this year's, you know, like Marvel, DC, I don't care who you're a fan of, but if you've seen the Spider-Man movie, they set the bar high. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, this Batman will have to bring out all the old Batmans, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I mean, they would, they would have to do something, I mean, but yeah, so, so, you know, I mean, I'm going in with, you know, any, you know, not any expectations at all, we're just going to go in there and see. <laughs> right yeah i'm hoping to be highly entertained when are you going there vance uh three o'clock three o'clock show three o'clock tomorrow Ooh. yes sir uh jared leto is the guy who jared leto and it was suicide squad he suicide played the squad, joker right. in suicide squad it wasn't a standalone movie yeah because so i think just bothering the heck out of me because i think that's how uh birds of prey came out uh yeah harley harley Brent. Like all of those are just horrible movies. The the mm-hmm. most recent one with Peacekeeper and uh and that Idris weasel Alba that died. That yeah, weasel that was that one was like <laughs> moderately. It was entertaining. It was not right. even moderately. It was entertaining. It was not right. a good movie, but it was entertaining. You know, it served a purpose to do that. Right. Um, Idris Elba, I think, in a lot of ways carried that movie. Um, but so many horrible ones and the joker that jared leto played in suicide squad was like horrendously bad but yeah. joaquin phoenix i thought it was like pretty good but i watched that only like this year i think our last year i watched the joker for the first time and i do not understand why it had so much hype uh, to me it was not nearly as interesting as i expected after all the hype and build up but yeah i think it was it was the way that he kind of like grasps 
like the city because it was because from Batman's perspective, it was the oh, you know, we hate all villains, we hate Joker. But then it's like once you kind of see the Joker story and understand inside his mental, it was like he maybe not he may not be such a bad person. And you know, you had people like, man, like, okay, like, you know, they kinda understand and you know, um, you know, felt his pain. So uh, yeah, I mean that's what makes the best characters is like people that people can relate to the character, right? It, in right. some form. I think showing their flaws in a way that's relatable, which is why I feel like most of the Superman movies have never really been that good. I mean, I guess, was it Christopher Reeves? Is that his first name? Yeah. He, like his, I remember watching his when I was younger and it was like in awe of Superman and all that. But like when you start looking into like what building these characters, like when you're getting good characters, it's when you're watching them struggle, right? It's when you're watching them grow and they have to become who they become. And you see that journey. I think that's what makes it good. That's what made the Joker good. I mean, it was still a good movie. I think that's what made like uh, the Batman. Well, you didn't like Batman Yeah, that movie was just, or that TV show was just horrendously done. Like, I mean, he's such a waste of time, and I still like like, regret. I rewatched that last episode just to sit there and stream of thought type everything I hated about it as it came. Like, oh, it was so bad. Oh man, that's gonna wrap up here, Tony. That's gonna wrap up our review roundup for the Batman. We're going to go see it tomorrow. Hood. I just got to remind Clint Hood. So you know I swear, I forget about Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Literally, oh, man. constantly. I've forgotten about that game a dozen times. And you two always do something to bring it back. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app if you haven't already done so. And uh, remember, it's good to game radio. <laughs> good to game radio. Good to game All right, we'll catch you guys later. Later. Later, dudes.